Your Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Yeah, 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 so we're closing out our Children's Martial Arts Month with Lucky Seven, 1986 film, uh, Taiwanese film. And uh, not, I don't know, I, I, I can easily say it's not the best film we've watched of kids fighting. <laughs> it's one of the weirder ones. And <laughs> it is most definitely... A children's movie. Yes, yes, it is. I think we're we've finally come back full circle. Yeah, we started with an actual kids film, and we're ending with a kids film of sorts. It is a kids film through and through. Maybe not for American audiences because uh, I mean, this is me growing up as an Asian American and watching films uh, that were catered towards kids, like clearly catered towards kids uh, that come from like Asian markets. What is deemed uh, appropriate for children in America, in like China or Taiwan or Hong Kong, whatever, it may not be deemed appropriate for the States. So, yeah, this is a kid's film, but we also include a lot of like perversion and homophobia and transphobia. And oh boy, this movie screams 80s hysteria like (laughs) through and through. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of things did not age very well no. with this. Uh, I did like the music that they were constantly stealing from. <laughs> stealing from, yeah. <laughs> they, oh man, if you are a fan of Like a Virgin, then uh, <laughs> be prepared to hear those opening notes over and over and over again with, uh, I guess, Mandarin uh, yeah. song lyrics being uh, spoken on top of it because. They definitely stole the music and yes. then just added their own lyrics on top of it. Oh, my God. There is so much to talk about for this movie, and I, I don't even know if we can cover all of it. <sighs> Let, let's start with the generalities. Um, this movie is fucking weird. It is. I find this movie very annoying. <laughs> this movie is very hard to sit through. It is. Because it really it's is. It's just a very annoying film. Um and I'm glad we're covering it because, oh boy, you guys will listen to us complain. Maybe just me complain. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the... Okay, let, we can talk about all the generalities in terms of like how insufferable it is. But since we talked about it, the music. Um, they steal all the shit. Uh, like, yeah, like there's a theme song that you just mentioned. Um, it plays constantly through the movie. And I find that song so annoying. Like what they did to the Like a Virgin... Um, sampling it just like added this really annoying like beat to it with the the kids singing uh i mean again this is technically a children's movie so having a children's chorus that repeats it's their theme song so i mean that makes sense you know that's gonna happen in a movie but we play that song all the time in this film in fact it plays in in during fight scenes and i find it it's so distracting. It completely throws a tone off uh, for some of these fights, especially towards the end. 
Yeah. Um, they, they choose to add it in these what can be seen deemed as dire moments. It's, it just throws the tone of some fights completely out, you know, like into like weird territory. Uh, but that, like, again, that's only scratching I, the surface. We're, I think we're... you might be unfairly judging this because it is indeed a kids' movie, and you might be harping on something that children might not even you know realize is happening. Uh, well, I, we're gonna have to look at this through different lenses, yeah. through a kid's eye, and then through our eyes, mm-hmm. and then obviously uh, your typical moviegoer. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just cynical because I found this movie very, very annoying. <laughs> well, yes, I. So when I first watched this, I was just fascinated because I wanted to know where it was going because it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. Yes. You follow. It's the title seven. uh, You know, lucky seven. Uh, You're you technically have seven main characters, but really, you're following maybe like two two or three or four (laughs) characters around. But then they throw in a whole bunch of other characters, like these bad guys, these side characters we're following, and the whole time you're you you get the plot so i can summarize it really quick like these seven kids are eating at a at a restaurant there is some sort of diamond exchange going down uh the diamond exchange goes wrong and the this couple tries to steal like the diamond back and get away while the bad guys pursue them and the kids get involved in this mix-up and then so the kids have to like deliver the diamonds to this girl who has a flower on her chest yes and from there like shenanigans ensues and then ultimately it it all kind of circles back around to where the kids and then the you know the girl with the flower on her chest i don't even remember her name let's call her helen yeah helen uh, helen's part oh right right yeah so the girl the kids (laughs) and then helen they eventually circle back around to the bad guys and then you know final confrontation yes Uh, any i don't feel like any scene with the children oh okay in terms of the story the children are just there they they, there's the MacGuffin is the diamond which yeah yeah, it, it, it that's that right like that's what sets it in place but the children are there and it almost feels like they just coincidentally... I mean, it is literally... They coincidentally just happen to stumble upon this diamond... Um, ex- not with exchange, but like they're chasing after this diamond. This whole thing that's happening with this diamond being um, uh, sought after. The it's like kids a deal. Just so happen it, to be there. Yeah, it's like a deal that went bad. And then yeah. when the deal goes bad, the kids are at the restaurant. Uh, there's calamity going on. There's confusion. And the kids get involved. That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. And yeah, all that- the... So all the kids... They have their own personality and their own quote unquote character. No, they don't. no. but they don't. <laughs> only uh, there's only three that have personalities, really. And uh, can you even say three? There's only two. Well, there's really. the girl, and her personality is she's a girl. <laughs> Literally, like all the boys are like, "Oh, you're a girl." Ew. Yep. There's and the then... there's the fatty character, but he's. It's hard to tell he's fat because. He looks the same as all the other kids. He just yeah, wants yeah. food all the time. Uh, that, it, that's right? like a recurring thing in all our movies this month. Like, mm-hmm. There's always the fat one. Right. <laughs> and then there's the leader. 
the leader and you know he's a leader he's a and he because he lives in america or he went to america so his that's name it. is nope. Rocky, but in America, his name is Rambo. So, yeah, you can see what they're doing there. Yeah, you, you, of course. Uh, the fatty, the fatty character. His name is actually called Fatty, and that's in, in the movie. Um, he's not really a character either. Uh, it's just like it, it's that's his physical appearance. The other kids don't matter at yeah, all. And, there's yeah. there's like a kid who's who's supposed to be a ninja. ninja. <coughs> Excuse me, a ninja. There's a kid who's supposed to be a samurai, and then I guess rounding it out, there's a kid who's supposed to be Bruce Lee. Does that make seven? I don't. Th- I don't even know. I'm not. I can't even keep track. I don't even care to keep track. That's because the movie doesn't even care to keep track. Uh, yeah, they they like at the end. The, there's certain moments where the kids group together and all of them fight, and they all get like maybe a little moment to try and. Mm-hmm differentiate them from the other kids uh and throughout the course of the movie they're all kind of wearing the same thing so it's hard to (laughs) tell them apart it's only at the end of the film where they Mm -hmm. get into their very specific visual garments that denote their character that's when you can clearly see okay that's you know that's the ninja that's the bruce lee kid so on and so forth well i mean visual garments aside i mean you there's really no way to discern who is who they 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 they're just kids and they have no personalities you know like like they don't have like individual there's no individualism between any of them so they, they just all kind of blend in together uh really this movie would probably benefit from just being three kids the other That's movies we thinking, covered yeah. this month all the other movies we we covered this month had it right three kids that's that's all you need <laughs> three ninjas uh three ninjas uh like and all i forgot i forgot power kids like all of them they have three three kids each yeah, that's all you need kids power kids yep. three ninjas yeah don't overcomplicate it you know you could throw a fourth one in there um yep. you know the girl to mix things up that's fine yep yep and you know on top of that uh that also muddles a lot of the action and we'll talk, definitely talk about that and i think that the uh the action definitely suffers because of that it's because like quantity always doesn't always mean quality and that actually becomes an issue for me like throughout the movie um <laughs> yeah i uh <clears throat> excuse me i i think that the plotting in this movie is just fucking it feels like this movie is catered towards children. It stars children in terms of performances, both physically and acting-wise. But it also feels like it's written by children. Because <laughs> well, it, every, it doesn't make any sense at times. Well, it just it meanders so much. It takes... This is only an hour and 20. It feels much, much yeah. longer because yeah. they, they have these, I guess, quote-unquote, funny scenarios like the, the comedy is also very dated so i think that's what definitely yeah. harms it they have these scenarios where we're gonna do things where the children are maybe getting chased or they're doing things that are cute it's not moving mm-hmm. the story along it is to highlight the children their cuteness and then their comedy and that what that's what grinds the pacing to a halt because <laughs> you'll spend time with the kids in the mall and they're not really doing anything they're they're trying to they're trying to make joke the, the joke is their children and look at mm-hmm. them do this thing that maybe they're not fully aware of they're they they have no information on so the cuteness comes from their you know ignorance almost sometimes 
Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yes, to agree. But I, I think that what makes the movie suffer is because it really does feel like some. I mean, I don't want to say there's this quote unquote screenwriter who who fucked up or anything like that. But there's just moments where it feels like the like scenes connect to other scenes in like the most bizarre and disjointed way, or like it really does feel like a rush job, or like it just feels like. It was I, I don't know how else to describe it. It feels like a kid wrote it. Like as someone mm-hmm. who's like immature, doesn't know how to write at all. And again, we don't always seek like the you know the next Amadeus out, out of uh, a martial arts movie. But you know, like it really does feel like there's there's nothing that like there's there's no thought behind like uh, uh, like writing the the write the the screenplay for this movie. It just feels so fucking like amateur. Um, well, I mean, we, and, we've discussed the the Hong Kong process where sometimes they have notes on a yeah. napkin and they just string together a film, and miraculously, there's this one pacing. was written by crayon. Yeah, this was written in crayon, <laughs> uh, and I mean, there's semblances of a plot. We 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 did elaborate on it, but yeah, yeah, to get the story moving, it's just these set these comedy set pieces mm-hmm. for children that just don't. They're not funny. They're not funny. They're not going to be funny for us. We're not the appropriate age, mm-hmm. and they just drag the movie down. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, like I kind of alluded to it earlier. Like the jokes would include like things that are dated, like, oh, that man is dressed as a woman, and then they beat her. They beat they him up. Like that man up <laughs> when they find out he's a really a man. Just and they call him like this terrible things. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. The 80s was a terrible time, even though you know everyone's so nostalgic over the 80s. Oh, man. My favorite was when the children... So so one of the plot points is they need to get the diamond to this woman who's going to be wearing a flower uh, on her chest. Yep. And they go to this convention where this woman is telling other women how to identify a pervert. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, oh, man, I love this. <laughs> I was like, where am I? Where am I in this convention? <laughs> but anyway, and so the jokes here are the kids are like looking up all the dresses of the of the women. It's it's uncomfortable. Because, it's yeah, it's pervert, you know, perverted comedy, which I find hilarious. Sometimes here it's it's such a simple joke that it, I don't know, like perverted comedy for kids. Like it's it's so well, lowbrow. Uh, well, that's a thing. That's that's what I was saying before. Uh, that's like I feel like Asian kids, or at least uh, Chinese kids, uh, they're exposed to that a lot earlier in age than you know, like the Western audiences might have. Because um, like I, I like I, that's kind of like what I grew up with when I was a kid, you know, around this age. Like I know what like perverted humor is like, but at the same time, it doesn't sacrifice, um, you know, it being a kids' film. The you know like it, like I but that's the thing like I still think consider this movie a kids film through and through. Uh, it just you know until a man gets shot what? in the forehead. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean even that I was like eh, maybe I'm just like immune to it or like I'm just so exposed to it. It just it's a different culture I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you can definitely see like different sensibilities. Um, but I think like nowadays, uh, you know even even in Asia, you know like. I, like I think because we the times have kind of changed like there's some things in this movie that are just kind of outdated like the the homophobia jokes or like 
using women as uh, the butt of the joke because like they there's a lot of women who just like get randomly sexually harassed in this movie <laughs> i mean it's that, just like that, that that's is a joke. joke there is yeah. a there is an adult caretaker for all these children who quote-unquote accidentally bumps into random women and grabs their breasts grabs their butts yep. looks under their skirt and he is embarrassed they they are mad at him and that's the joke he <laughs> he gets uh physically reprimanded for being a pervert or yep. you know yep. accidentally being a pervert yeah. No, that's another thing I want to say about this movie. This movie has way too many comic reliefs. Like, way too many. Like, I feel like every other character it becomes a comic relief. And you really only need a couple. And I think this applies to kids' films, too. Are like, they you even know, comic relief? I would say they're just too many characters. That, that's also movie. true. Ooh, ooh, too ooh. many characters, and all they're, they're all comic relief. Yeah, what's yeah. Up? Oh, so one thing I wanted to mention is uh, <laughs> you... you uh, you said in one of the past episodes about, uh-huh. I, I think it was the Kung Fu Kids 2 movie we talked uh-huh. about, you were thankful that they didn't fight uh, incompetent adults. Mm-hmm. This movie, okay. Lucky 7, is filled to the brim with incompetent adults. Like that's <laughs> that's all, almost all there is. Like there's, yeah. there's maybe one or two adults who are not bumbling idiots yeah 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 um so i made a note on that too i don't know how i feel about like what level of incompetence we're talking about here because yeah like i noticed that too <clears throat> but i think that like, they straddle the line between like pure incompetence and like really going at these kids and like and this is a like, taiwanese production and it's low budget and you can see some of these kids like they're all really getting hammered by some of these moves oh yeah, yeah probably I mean, more than any other movie that we've covered this month which is a fucking shame because like if a kid's gonna get hurt on screen it better be high art but it's <laughs> not this movie is far from high art far far from it yes yeah yeah um yeah i don't know like i i do find them like incompetent but like like they're playing up the incompetence level but it doesn't sacrifice the choreography, I guess. Like, it still feels like it, the choreography is still there. The actions can still be good at times. It's just everything around the action ruins the action. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right, right. Well, so the the main characters are kind of... The main adults are kind of the, you know, the incompetent ones. But when mm-hmm. it comes to the fighting, uh, like... You know, when when the children are fighting the adults, it usually stays pretty grounded, except when they have to add those moments of comedy in there. And then, you know, (laughs) then they'll just beat up on the incompetent adults in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't don't know, man. Like, I I think that the, uh, in in terms of the action... um, Yeah, let's talk about the action then. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was was kind of leading into the incompetence thing. Um, Like, it, it... there are adults that are just fighting other adults in this movie and like when that's happening you know they're they're, you know it seems like it's pretty you know well done you know but then like anytime the kids are involved like they they throw in a lot of slapstick in order to show up the uh like that to to uh, crank up the um the comedy but you know like it just makes them the adults seem like they're just purely idiots right (laughs) you know like that but that at the same time like you don't want to you don't want to look like you're trying to hurt the kids like 
but until at the same time, it's it still does much look like they're hurting the children. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so inconsistent. Like, what are they trying to do here? It's like well, sometimes it looks like they're they're not tr- they're trying to pull the punches, and other times you can clearly see a, the little girl being kicked in the face. Oh God! Yeah. So there. So the movie definitely starts scaling up in terms of how serious they want to fight these children. Yeah. <laughs> like in the in the beginning. <laughs> Yes, they play up the comedy a little more. The the fight choreography doesn't get too complicated. But then mm-hmm. as the movie goes on, the fights get a little more serious. There's a little more tag team going on. The, yep. the choreography is getting like a little intricate. Still mm-hmm. throwing in bits of comedy here and there. And it isn't until the end where, uh, yeah, adults are hitting children on <laughs> screen. And, yeah. man... This did this movie watch uh, Kung Fu Kids two and decide like okay we need to double the amount of children going through glass because that movie had one we gotta we you know we gotta we gotta try to double you know uh, the art output of child throwing here <laughs> yeah yeah wait does this movie I guess this movie oh they're both Taiwanese and yeah, I think both they Taiwanese. both came out in eighty six right or like around the same time frame this might predate. Kung Fu Kids too, right? No, they're both eighty six. Oh my god! You know, I don't even fucking know. Like, uh, I, I go fucking watch Kung Fu Kids too. Don't <laughs> don't waste your time on this. Like, we're not even the recommendation section. But I, I will say, um, just to kind of like give a very very light spoiler into our action segment, which we will get into soon. Um, I will say that the final fight is pretty good. It's pretty good. The other fights, you know, has like moments where it shines, and other times where I'm like, it's 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 okay, you know, at best. But the fucking story, yeah, like and if, everything that's. I was gonna say, like, if we could have gotten to that final <laughs> fight in a mm-hmm. better paced manner, I yep. think the movie just, you know, it wouldn't have been so horrible to sit through. And you know, yes. even watching it again the second time. I didn't think it was horrible. I just stopped paying attention to it. And I would just look up once the fights happened because, you know, we, we've already kind of been saying this already, but it really is a kid's movie. All mm-hmm. the all the the comedy elements are just too... It's just too... It's just too childish. It's just, you know, we're not the demographic yeah. for that. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, like, even uh, like putting myself in the lens of, like, a kid's film. Like, for example, uh, I can't believe... I'll say that the uh, Three Ninjas movie did it right. Like, it's still a kid's film, but the story actually makes sense. You know? Like, we've watched all those fucking movies. They all make sense to a degree. This movie actually, like, it defies logic at times. <laughs> like, well, those, so I'm those sure... those movies, I guess, like, they're <laughs> technically Hollywood productions, so they get vetted? Maybe? <laughs> That's the I, problem with this movie. Like, this no, no one, no one vetted it. No one looked at. No one, no one was like, "Does this story make any sense?" <laughs> no, but whatever. We gotta keep moving. That would be hilarious <laughs> if that was the case. Like, I don't know uh, Taiwan's uh, film production. Filmmaking standards. production. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we just need a scene to get these kids hurt. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to justify why why that one's doing back backflips. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right well uh i guess this is the part where we go into the action segments our patreon portion so if you want to support us on patreon you might listen to our whole fight breakdowns there's kind of quite a couple of fights in this movie um and we'll talk more about the story including spoilers so this is your 
little warning here. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Uh, so is that's, that that's, Lucky 7? That's Lucky 7. This movie's stupid. <laughs> it's a kid's movie. It's a stupid, stupid kid's movie. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, I mean, the the story is stupid, and I, stupid. I guess the story's so good enough that uh, Chen Kuo Chao, the director, thought it was good enough that he could literally recycle the plot for Lucky Seven Lucky Ninja Kids, which is a movie he made in 1989. It's literally the same plot, but with like a completely different cast. You didn't watch it, did you? Yeah. I did not, but I, I was IMDBing him, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, why would you think that the story's worth make telling twice?" <laughs> um, oh, well, I mean, it has I don't a know, higher like, rating than this one, so maybe, uh, maybe it's better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about it. But okay, but just to wrap up this movie today, uh, holy shit! I do not like this movie. It is really <laughs> annoying. It is a very annoying film. It is very hard to sit through. I I enjoyed talking about it because it was almost like a surreal. Um, it was almost like a surreal uh, psychedelic experience sitting through this. I was like, Am, "Is this really happening? Like, what the fuck?" Um, I think that the uh, oh boy, I, I think that the action is okay at times. It's not. Great. I think that my complaints that there's too many kids and they don't have any physical or personality differences is a big detriment to the film. Like, and it actually shows in the action too. Um, and so, like, I don't even think that the action is that good. Um, there are glimmers of it. I'd say check out the final fight because if there's anything good about this movie in terms of action, it's the final fight. Don't watch the movie. <laughs> Save yourself. Save yourself. 70 minutes because it feels like three hours <laughs> zero that's yeah i mean this, this is this is not an easy one to recommend because the movie is just so childish it's, it's so geared towards children until men get shot in the forehead and die and uh <laughs> yeah. people start doing very very perverted things and very not pc things so strangely it is and it isn't yeah. a children's film very very difficult yep. to recommend if you're curious because you want to hear the music, which is kind of hilarious when they <laughs> yeah. blatantly rip songs off or they just sample and steal and, and whatnot, it might be amusing for that aspect. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend the fight, though, just because you can see the escalation in how simple it is and then how kind of complicated it gets towards the end. And then you get to see children flying through glass. Like, if you like Kung Fu Kids oh my God, yeah. 2... Uh, <laughs> You know, with the, with the stunt work there, like that stunt stuff is fun at the end. Choreography wise, it's just it's not there, but it still is kind of entertaining. So I think you can watch the fights. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the movie is an extremely tough recommend. Uh, I would just say if you're curious because of the music stuff, yeah. because it's it, it's a kids movie. It, it it yeah, you know, I don't think we have children listening to our podcast. So. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Uh, hey, we need to expand our audiences. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if we ever decide to do a, a kids film, a kids month again, we might maybe we'll check out uh, the sequel to this movie. Magnificent Seven Kung Fu Kids. I think that's a sequel. I, th- I think it has like a lot of the returning cast. It has Yukari Oshima in it. Ooh, hey, yeah, I'd like to check so that maybe- out. Either that or maybe we just watch the four other Kung Fu Kids movies. <laughs> because That might be a better option, to be <laughs> honest, because I don't... I don't. After watching this film, I, I kind of want to stay away from this director for a little bit. 